Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, it's wow. uh it's it's your girl Mary Mayor Bear Rudzinski. Um, just wanted to let you know I'm here. If you want to hold my hand through the uh, the microphone, let me know. I do. I feel like we need a lot. I need a hug and spooning and mm-hmm. uh, something to keep me from pulling my fingernails off when I watch. <laughs> oh, girl, it was a it was an episode. It was an episode and it was really, there was, it was really frustrating. So we're just going to, we're going to launch in to, uh, to tonight's episode pretty quickly here. Um, I do just want to say that I'm performing in Syracuse on my birthday, December 29th (gasps) through New Year's Eve, December 31st. It's like a seven o'clock show on New Year's Eve. It's a great way to spend New Year's Eve. And then the other two nights, it's a great way to spend your other two nights. So come I have one show each night, and it's at sarahcolona.com, and then I'm in Spokane February 1st through 3rd. All those dates are on my website. I have more lined up after that, too, but those are upcoming. I love those. Go see Sarah. Also, what a party weekend. I guess, I mean, I knew your birthday. I knew I knew we were both Capricorns. I knew you you were close to January, but what a what a fun few days you have, you and your liver have coming up. <laughs> well. I mean, hopefully I just, you know, it's going to be cold, but I'm ready for it and uh, it's going to be fun. It'll be fun to perform on my birthday and New Year's and all that. And I know you have something on the 29th because I was trying to get you to come with me. I know. I was so annoyed, actually. Um, no, I've, I will be at Soul Joel's um, outside of Philadelphia. Uh, and that is on my website, maryrudzinski.com. And then I will be um, the middle of January, the 12th and 13th. I'll be at Cap City. Um, one show each night. And you can find that link as well on maryrudzinski.com. That's right. And we have so much to say that obviously, you know, we're going to go over to Patreon and keep going um, after this, just like last week. I think we were here for like almost an hour and a half last week. And then we went over to Patreon and kept going for another half hour. It's only $7 a month. There's a ton of content. Join us if you can. So we're busy is what we're saying. Um, Yeah, we are. Talking talking about Married First Sight, and everyone's about to be busy because it's the holiday season. So we do have a really solid deal for you with HelloFresh, where you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Now to me, skipping the grocery store at this time of year when everyone's there and nobody knows how to walk around efficiently uh, (laughs) is key. So I'm a big fan of spending my time online shopping and getting food delivered to my door. And it actually saves you money because with the fresh recipes, it's actually cheaper than takeout. And you don't have to think about what you're going to do, right? Right. It is the best. Not only do you save time not having to go to the grocery store, but you can also save time. They have these wonderful options designed to save save you time, like your their 15-minute meals And this time of year, HelloFresh has over 45 recipes and more than 100 seasonal add-on items to choose from. So it's easy to find something that everybody will enjoy. You know what? And that's what we want. Easy. So obviously, um, there are also uh, 
uh, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh too, and we've had them as a sponsor in the past. So now you have a wider array of meal plans to choose from. There's something for everyone. You can switch between brands. Um, go to HelloFresh.com slash MyPodcastFree and use code MyPodcastFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Free breakfast for life. HelloFresh.com slash MyPodcastFree. Use code MyPodcastFree and enjoy America's number one meal kit. Is that that their song? Oh, my God. First of all. It's going to (laughs) be. All I could think while I was watching tonight's episode was that song from last week. Everything is not okay. (laughs) Every. Because it ain't. No. It ain't okay. They should. They should just keep that one going with Lauren O'Ryan whenever they're in, the, whenever they're about to enter the screen. That's what they should do. <laughs> well, tonight they had a real special one at one point where um, I think it was like when they were talking to Cal and it was like, um, say you hate me, say you hate me, just say something. And <laughs> It was like, it was like the low budge version of you know that song. Um, Say something. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was the it was the TV version of that, and it really, um, really hit home, hit me in the gut. Because- I love when when you <laughs> identify the low budge. Uh, or you know, I guess what you identify is the high budge version of the song. Because they do the low budge. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. If you guys, if anyone, if anyone caught that song tonight, I'd like to know if you also caught that that's what it sounds like. Um, (laughs) There's obviously so much with Lauren and Orion and our podcasters group, or even my podcasters on Facebook, go join it. Super fun. Was going crazy. And um, so we obviously, we can't start with them because we were going to, we'd never get to everyone else. I think we could start with the. We don't have the, I guess, what's the word, like, not control, but we just don't have the discipline. You know what I, I mean? We, I I know there's a lot of relationships that are being ruined week to week, but we, with if we start doing two hour, three hour podcasts, <laughs> we're going to start ruining our own personal relationships. And that's why we can't start with Lauren and Orion, because I know we would do it. We would. So we are going to, I think we should start with uh, Becca and Austin because we didn't really see a whole lot from them tonight. Second week in a row, kind of. Uh, yeah, I think it's because, you know why, after watching tonight and this, we, well, we talked about this a little bit last week. Um, I think the reason we're not seeing much is because Austin's not given much. So no, I think- no. Mm-mm. Yeah. He listen, sweet guy. Um Lights totally a sweet guy. Like yeah. But I don't she I, I could see we could see her frustration this episode that she's like they were having a breakfast and she said, you know, do they want to talk about religion? And he basically says, you know, let's not. It's early. And <laughs> I I mean, I understand wanting to, uh, listen. Lauren and Orion have talked themselves out of marriage, and I we have a lot to say about that. But you know, I mean, at this they've point, talked me out of marriage. They've talked yeah. me out of sex. They've talked me almost out of cable TV, to be honest. Yeah, um, I mean, specifically Orion at this point. But I just think mm-hmm. that 
you can't keep saying it's too early to have bigger conversations because you only got eight weeks to figure out if you're going to work. And it seems like this is going to be a big sticking point because she's brought it up a couple of times. I don't know if the experts forgot to ask them uh, how they feel about religion because it seems like it's a really big deal to her. And it seems like Austin doesn't want to have that conversation. So hmm. I, I just have a hard time where like with him saying, ah, let's, you know, pump the brakes. You, you fucking married a stranger. Why pump the brakes on anything? You literally yeah. signed a legal document to marry somebody sight unseen, and you don't, you're a little concerned about having a chat about religion. I mean, let's let's go all in here. It just it makes no sense <laughs> to me. The fact when he choked on his eggs when she brought it up, I was like, this guy's never going to be okay with this conversation. It 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 doesn't matter if it's eight weeks I, in one day. He's not going to want to talk about anything. And you know what? It's a very good point, by the way, that they did. You, you married a stranger and now you're saying, let's not get into crazy stuff just yet. I mean, you've already done <laughs> yeah. the craziest thing. So that's a very good point. My mare bear always brings up good points that I didn't think of because I was too busy <laughs> trying to stick my face in a blender and turn it on, see if that would work. Um I, uh, we got to keep you out of the kitchen, putting your tits in the microwave, putting your face in the blender. We got to protect you during these episodes, Sarah. I'm worried. Well, luckily your face is too big to put in a blender. I did find out, but you could put your finger in there and turn it on. And I almost did that when, um, when Orion kept just not making any sense tonight, but, um, yeah, she, she, I guess she, she's already told him she's got, she's had some boyfriends who were avoidant in the past because he brought that up to her. And so if he knows this is a sticking point for her already, and then he just keeps shoving eggs in his mouth and saying like, no, but we could also talk about salsa or whatever, then yeah, I, I, I just wanted to, I kind of want to, I just want to do the thing I want to do to people at airports, just go smack him in the back of the head and go, hey, God, hey, 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 you're going to. You're going to need to chime in here because it's obviously important to her. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, even like with After Party tonight, we hear Lauren and and Claire sort of sharing a little bit of like stuff that that's off camera. They talk about this or this was talked about off camera. I don't think off camera Austin's saying shit either. So it's not like, I mean, she looks legit. Becca looks legitimately stressed a little bit about this. And I don't blame her. I, the longer he the longer somebody waits, like the buildup is so big. It's like, I wouldn't be able to handle it. No. And especially because he's, he, he was, she was saying she's Jewish, but agnostic, I think. Right. Mostly. And then he said, he's, well, I'm just plain old Christian. And then he talks about how his parents didn't align on that. And then it was, and that's why he doesn't want to talk about it because it's a big deal. I mean, that's exactly why you need to talk about it. And, and he even said, maybe, I, maybe we'll find out we don't align. She goes, we, we know we don't. And it's obviously such a big deal to her and he's just not getting it or he's just avoiding it. Is And it's going to, it's making her, I could tell this episode she was, I mean, they even talked about, she talked about how great he is at one point and he just went same, <laughs> same. Yeah. I mean, he's really not giving anything as you say, <laughs> like nothing. I mean, he's, He's like regressing from week to week. Um, I I don't can we just also mention that I'm pretty sure religion 
is on the fucking sign up sheet or whatever you call it to get on, <laughs> get on to this show. Yeah. Like if you got some deal breakers, you know, if there's a big old deal breaker or some big thing that, you know, if he's mentioning his parents didn't align and that why, why uh, check why? the box? Yeah. Check the box on the screener. What's the problem guys? Yeah. And if they did, then I'd like to have a sit down with the peps and Cal and Pia. Yeah. Um, yep. And ask her about bank deposits, which she babbled on about for <laughs> 45 minutes tonight and didn't seem to help anybody, but I like her, yeah. but I was like, if I hear one more, we just need to make bigger withdrawals and or yeah. less big withdrawals and make bigger deposits. And I was like, no, they need to, fu- he needs to listen anyway. Um, I know we, we literally can't get through a minute without going back to those to, especially obviously him. Um, yeah, there wasn't a ton, there wasn't a ton with Beck and Austin. I see this road getting rocky and just rockier and it's, it's kind of a bummer because I really felt good about them. I know. And, and we could, it's, he, he could snap out of it. I mean, he kept saying that, well, we're not having that. We're saving the big stuff for when we have a foundation. And it just, I just don't think that's how that works. I mean, you and I have talked about this a million times, especially when there's a, a huge deal breaker, which again, should have already been addressed uh, in the 45 hours they spent signing up for this and being interviewed for this. But you got to get those out of the way at first. I mean, I truly, John and I, before we even met in person, we were talking on the phone, which, you know, we quit doing that when we got together, but um, (laughs) that'll save some relationships too, FYI, is he brought up that he has a big family and he doesn't want kids. And I was like, oh, thank God. And that was that because neither of us wanted kids and we both knew it. And he addressed it. He addressed it before I did. I was surprised because I thought I was going to be, I thought I was going to address it fast and he got to it. So there's certain things you don't want to put off until you have a foundation because then you have a foundation and then all of a sudden it's more heartbreaking because you can't come to an agreement on something. Million percent, Sarah. And how do you also build a foundation on chips and salsa? You know, (laughs) I mean, I I think that's a difficult stance to really come together as a a solid team on. I mean, I don't, it feels like, you know, I mean, they could argue whatever about the moon and the distance and aliens and fucking what's the shade, what shade of green is the best. I mean, but what's a, is that a foundation? Is that when one day you're going to be like, oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, we can talk about religion now. I just don't see it. No, and you even she, she I you could just see her frustration building because even at the end of the episode when they were leaving that day and she said something, asked him a question, and then she goes, "Can you just can you just answer serious? Can you?" Yeah, yeah. we're done with the like. Yeah. Oh, we're so alike and we're wacky. She's like, "Okay, but now I need a little more." And that's I, I think I was worried yeah. about that in the beginning. I believe I said something about it. If not, I'm just pretending I did. Um. And now it's, this is a problem. So I don't know. I mean, we had such high hopes. They were the, they were really being cute. And, <sighs> you know, the only, the only thing he brought up with a concern or he, he like sort of poke prodded at her, poked at her a little uh, about, he's like, I'm not worried about living together in the new house because I know you won't be as messy as you are here on the honeymoon. And they had a laugh about it, but it got me thinking like, he really is sort of just viewing her like a roommate, like a buddy. 
You know, it's like, ah, like that would be something I would be concerned with living with somebody. He should be concerned about whether their views on religion are the same so they can, you know, procreate or choose not to or whatever they want to do. I just think his head's not in the game. No, it's not. And we need someone, uh, Coach Mary and Coach Sarah, I would like to talk to you on the sidelines and get your head in the game because we have... A, a beef with this because Becca seems she is goofy and fun, but she's definitely an intelligent woman who knows what she wants, and he needs to come up to that level right now, or she's gonna she's gonna run down the street and not look back. You better not hurt her, or we're gonna have to go up and do that to the back of the head, like in the airport. I think when <laughs> you read the word in the book, it's thwack. That's what I uh, picture th- a thwack. Yes, I would like. I, I, I have a lot of people I want to thwack right now. I would. Um, Claire and Cameron, uh, they're they're confusing. I so his ears got screwed from the diving. Right, he was <laughs> he was having ear issues, and she and she obviously felt bad. He had to leave because they didn't know how to treat him on the camp on the at the hotel, the doctor there. So now he has to to go to a hospital in Cancun. I mean, these people are just, Emily getting her head shaved last week. I know it wasn't shaved, but whatever. We just like to be dramatic. And her hand falling off. And now Claire, Cameron's ears are, they've got a lot of issues going on. A lot of drama. (laughs) I was going to say some waivers had to be signed here. Otherwise (laughs) there wouldn't be a franchise anymore. These they're going on like flies with these injuries. Um, You know, it's funny. Claire really likes breakfast. And I I know I actually have a best, my best friend, Mandy, she can't, she needs breakfast. And remember like the beginning of the honeymoon, wasn't that Claire where she was like, oh yeah, he was sleeping late. Just just waiting, waiting to get some breakfast. And then he mentions he can't hear, he's in this immense pain, he's got to go. She's like, but we can get breakfast first, right? (laughs) I just wanted to make sure they had a square you know, good start to their day with some protein. and But she had his breakfast order down, which was really nice. It was cute. And she she just rattled it off right away. Um, it was adorable. But you're right. I forgot about that actually during that scene because she was that, that, that when they first got there, she's like, oh, he's sleeping late. I'm starving. I don't know what to do. I'm like, go get fucking breakfast. That's what you do. Just go. <laughs> There's no rule that you have to go with another person to breakfast. There's You can get room service for one. And then when yeah. he wakes up, he can get room service for one. There's so many options. Um, now, I will say I relate to this very much. It happens every season. But when he went to the doctor, she was like, oh, thank God he's at the- <laughs> he got the oh, fuck out of this room yes. for five minutes because I haven't. She's like, going from single to going to this is such a big change. And then she threw in, hope he gets better. But I, I get that. Because mm-hmm. I didn't get mm-hmm. married till I was forty, and uh, even just any anyone being in my space, period, has always been an issue for me. Um, so I understand it, and that it takes a lot of getting used to. I just, I yeah, I think that little time away, she might be venturing off for breakfast on her own next week. <laughs> you know, she might have enjoyed it so much, and I that's what I was going to say. There's a time when you wish you had somebody to go to breakfast with, and then. Then you get somebody to go to breakfast with, and then you're like, God damn it. I'd kill just to have breakfast by myself. 
Exactly. That's what's going to Next week, he's going to be sleeping in. They're going to be at the house and she's going to be like, I don't want him to wake up. So I'm just going to yeah. go get breakfast. I'm so <laughs> hungry. And then she's going to be gone until like two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, no, I, I get that feeling. I, I thought they were, we because they were rocky. They still t- seem to take digs at each other and here and there, but they were cute this episode. The way he brought her flowers at that group dinner. That was like cute. A, like a, a pot, like a giant pot of roses. <laughs> I don't think pot's the right word, but it looked, I mean, it. he had to have, he had to hug it. He He needed two hands <laughs> to carry it. You know? Yeah. And which it was a very sweet gesture. Of course, I am always a little bit more of a practical person. And I think, well, that's cute, but they're leaving tomorrow. And so now, and now there's a, just a big giant bouquet of roses bigger than Claire, you know, because she's a, it was, it was (laughs) bigger than her, bigger than her. And then, and then someone, so just hopefully maybe, you know, someone that works there gets to take them home or something. But for some reason, I I always, I always think about that. I always think, oh, that was a nice gesture, but they're just going right in the garbage because you guys are going home tomorrow. <laughs> I know. And I mean, you couldn't, I mean, it's not even like it was a, a dozen long stemmed you could possibly attempt to put in your carry on or, you know, I mean, that was, that literally looked like he removed it from the pool area. You know, <laughs> it just, it was huge. It was very nice. I think it's sweet. I think I just honestly don't I and I feel like with them every week they're both likable. I seem to side with both of them with different matters, but it's like do they like each other? I can't tell. I think I I just don't I I don't know. I I'm like blank when I watch them. I yeah, I feel the same way. I can't tell either. I, that last week it seemed like they were kind of cute. And they are being thoughtful of each other. And I don't, I mean, he's obviously he's dealing with, he was a, he was a trooper like Emily was last week yeah. dealing with all her issues. You know, he was just upbeat and made it back to, back to dinner and all this stuff. And, and then they even talked about that thing um, about like, they need to transition from friendship. They know they have something. She says she knows to, ch- she needs to chill a little bit that she responds too fast to things. So, mm-hmm. and they even talked about the airport thing, basically saying like, well, last, last time I just, I just didn't really know you very well. And I just didn't know that you, so, and he's like, yeah, but you felt like I left you behind. And she's like, yeah, that's just your personality. And that to me is a little, I still think he blowing past her in the airport when you don't even know her is a little bit aggressive. I think that he could have just waited for her, but she seems to think that that's just how it's going to be. She's like, whatever, that's just how he is. So that's whatever works. You know, what sort of made me remember that from like this week was when, when he was, he's like, okay, they're coming out of the, whatever the, I want to say the hotel nurse's office, whatever it was the the, uh, the doctor on the grounds there. And they said, Oh, I, he has to go to the ER. They don't have what he needs here. Then he, he was, it, he reminded me of like an old man. Like you see like an old man when they walk and they're kind of their heads down and they're just so focused you know, because at one point she goes, well, oh, yeah, you got to go to the ER. Well, I've got this meeting, so I can't go. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, no, is that is he going to perceive that as rude or that he 
that she doesn't care. He didn't even look up. He's like, nope, nope, that's okay. I'm going to go to the ER. And I wish I could do a New Zealand accent. I'm going to go to the ER and you just do your meeting. And and he just, you know, and he just briskly walked, like headed to go to the ER with the, without even thinking of it. And it made me think of the airport. Like he just kind of, he's sort of a determined guy. Like he just seems like an old man that doesn't want to wait for anybody. I don't know what that means. Like but it me. makes sense to me today. <laughs> Actually, Sarah, you are an old man that's in a hurry. And I never knew that about you until right now. Because she did say you're just a man on a mission. And I thought, oh, he's just me. But I will say, <laughs> I do I do blow past people, but I do look over my shoulder and make sure John's within you know, eye shot. Uh, peripheral. I, yeah. But usually he's just, um, for every 47 steps that I take, he takes two and he's right next to me because he's right, a right. larger man. <laughs> So I, so luckily he's just as sweaty and determined as I am in airports and whatnot. But yeah, I, he, you're right though. He, he seems, well, he's very independent seeming right yeah. now. That's coming across. Now that's a good thing, but he is going to need to accept help and love and support from her because I think she wants that from, you know, I think she wants to be yeah. able to. I don't know. I mean, I can't tell, like you said. I mean, every, I, sometimes I, I think they're so cute. Sometimes I fall asleep and, and I wake up drooling and I'm like, oh, it's still on Claire and Cameron. <laughs> sometimes I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I can't. Brown out. Yeah. It's like, I can't. They're just the one couple. They're the one couple right now that is a very big question mark for me. I, I yeah. can't tell if where they're going. I do. I looked, I feel like they're, they get along. Yes. You know, I think they're, I think they respect each other and I think they're going to be that they're friends right now and that. And so I don't know if they're just going to be friend zone, no bone zone. Um, yeah. Shit. Uh, just like Clint would say, I don't know if they're going to take it on down to pound town ever. <laughs> um, but it's hard to know right now. I mean, at least they're, they're the only two right now that actually seem to be moving in a positive direction. And it's funny because at the pool, Becca said something to the effect of just because Austin and I get along so well doesn't mean we're going to be the ones to work. I'm almost jealous because you guys at least all have somewhere to go. And it, and she said, I feel like yeah. we only have downhill to go. And guess what? Down the hill mm. they've been going. Yeah. Take off your roller skates. <laughs> yeah. I I do. I fear that. And that's pretty – it's kind of – I mean, that's insightful that Becca did say that. One thing Claire says a lot, well, she said with the, when he brought the flowers or when he says things, she says, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. She says it a lot. And I'm in my head, I, I bet you she's an amazing therapist. I mean, she's such an active listener and she's so good at sort of hearing and then communicating back what the other person said and stuff. But like, does she really appreciate the pot of flowers or does she really appreciate what he's saying? Or is she just really good? And having a conversation. I can't tell. I know that is, that's, that is a tricky thing because it feels, it feels like what a ther- it, it's what a therapist would tell you to do, right? Well, make sure he knows right. he's appreciated when he does something right. for you say, I appreciate you. And then, yeah. but I yeah. feel like if John, when John does something nice for me, I, I always let him know that I appreciate it. But I think if I just looked at him and I said, and you know what? I appreciate you. He'd just be yeah. like, fuck you. Fuck you. Never doing exactly. that again. 
Exactly. Because you're lying through your teeth. You don't give a shit about what I just did. So, yeah, there's uh, – boy, they're just a big, big question mark. Yeah, I couldn't get – and they didn't – I didn't really get a feel from her on After Party. Um, I de- no. oh, well, got a feel from her about someone else, though. Um, <gasps> yeah, we yeah. did, didn't we? Yeah, and we're gonna let's let's get into that. Speaking of therapy, though, before we we go on to it, um, microdosing to me has mm. been my therapy, and you've probably heard about microdosing. If not, it's just all sorts of people are doing it to feel healthier, to perform better. It's that just right feeling when your body and mind are at peace. And I'll tell you what, these gummies give my body and my mind peace, and I'm gonna need them all throughout this season. And oh I should have taken one before we started tonight, but then I might be too nice. Um, <laughs> I I find that there there's so many different things that they are good for. Um, we, our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies, and they they deliver perfect entry level doses of THC to give you that just right just right amount of good feeling. You know what I'm trying to say. Mine. I'm finding them very helpful for my my anxiety and also for creativity because sometimes it takes me a minute when I'm sitting down trying to write or trying to think of stand up and whatnot. I can take me a minute to pull out of my head. And if I take, I'm doing a little half of those when I do that. And it really has helped me. That's why I'm really funny right now. Mary, I know that you enjoy <laughs> these too. I absolutely do. It's funny because I I haven't had anxiety in a little while, but you know, I've had a lot on my plate lately. We moved. There's been just a lot of multitasking and just a half a gummy has been the perfect dose for me to just sort of get some clarity, relax a little bit. And it's really helped me not have to go to my like, oh, glass of wine at night. It, and it's that has also led me to sleep better. I will never not have these in my life. Look at that. Saves you a few calories on the wine even. So microdose is available nationwide. So to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and then use code MYPODCAST to get not only free shipping, but 30% off your first order. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you guys. Uh, Links can also be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com and then code MYPODCAST. 30% off and free shipping. Binga Banga Boomba. Binga Banga Boomba. Yeah, that's their new uh, <laughs> thing. You're welcome, Microdose. That's your new thing that you're going to say at the end of your ads. Binga Banga that's Boomba. A new, that's what I'm going to say at the end of <laughs> when I part ways with people. I'm just going to do finger guns and say Binga Banga Boomba. Binga Banga Boomba. And, oh, that's a good, and we get off stage like that. Good night, Binga Banga Boomba. Oh, good night, Binga Banga Boomba. <laughs> that's oh, when the author- really authorities show up. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh God. That's when John just keeps walking ahead of you and doesn't stop. You're just like <laughs> anyway. Bingo bang uh, boomba. Well, that brings us to Emily and Brennan. Um Yeah, it does. We've come so far, so far. And we're not looking back now. Mm. And that uh was the first time they played a song for a couple that I thought, well, that didn't add up. Because they haven't come far. Oh yeah, you're right. Somebody was uh, somebody took their hands off the wheel with that one. <laughs> they just coasted into the. No, that's not them. Yeah, or they couldn't find a song, or they were just feeling mm. optimistic when this when the episode started. Um, 
I the feeling that we had last week, and then the stuff we started seeing tonight, Claire all but confirmed it on after party tonight. Yes, Sarah. I mm-hmm. was really sometimes I'm like not that I love listen, we learn a lot on after party, but you really do get the truth. And I like that. It's like a little bit of truth bombs that we knew it. We knew he was kind of an asshole. Yeah, you could tell that he seems we were talking about this last week. He's very clipped and seems to be very and even more so tonight. He's thinking so much about what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And very and I, I get it. You're aware of the cameras. I understand it. You haven't been on camera before, or whatever. But it becomes there's a difference between how you're feeling about being on camera and how you're acting with cameras around you versus are you trying to are you two different t- people? And basically yes. Claire on Claire on after party said that he says rude shit to her off camera, that he yeah. basically rolls his eyes at everything she says. And, and that's Lauren, how I f- Lauren supported it too. It was like, yeah, he's mean to her. Yeah. And that's how I remember last week, even though she said he was so great about the whole matted weave situation and her having to have it surgically removed um, with eyebrow scissors. (laughs) Oh, good sport. (laughs) Still, Emily, we still can stand by. You were a good sport. Um, I, I remember, remember I said, I I said, he just seemed very sort of what the fuck is this? But not in a kind of funny, oh my God, what's going on in here way. And that and, yeah. all, and then later on camera, he goes, Yeah, no, you were great. And you were just such a good sport about it. And this and I thought, I yeah. don't but your body language and your face isn't matching the words that are coming out of your mouth later when you know someone's filming you. What what does come out of your mouth, things like getting pissed off because she says, Do you like to have fun? I I mean, he was like <laughs> aggressively mad about that and it was like what a fucking buzzkill that guy is you you caught it last week see i didn't i remember when you were we were talking about the weave thing and you said he just seemed really like just checked out about it and stuff and it makes sense because based on what claire and lauren were saying you can totally see him rolling like you know figuratively and literally rolling his eyes that like her hair you know her hair got so fucked up that now it's a thing and whatever whatever Rather than seeing what a good sport she was and how she kept her spirits high, I would, like I said, I would have not only ruined the honeymoon for myself and my husband, I would have ruined it for the other couples. And I probably would have somehow got the whole resort shut down just through (laughs) antics and tantrums um, if something like that happened. So rather than him seeing her for that, he's just, he's, I think he treats her like the butt of the joke or something. Mary, that's it. He treats her like the butt of the joke. And I understand that she comes in, you know, strong with the, I got white girl wasted and, um, you know, on the bachelor party, a bachelorette party. And she, and saying like, did Just your family- say it, Sarah. Blurred, blurred asshole. asshole. <laughs> Which boy has she grown on me? I just want I my asshole blurred now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. In, in solidarity. Um, yes. Because- Sure, she comes, but everyone, I don't know. I'm not saying that I've learned that there's a whole bunch more to her, but she did talk about her views on religion pretty, you know, pretty openly. And oh my God, they both want one of each kids. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh my God, it's so unique. I bet they like fall and going to the movies. 
Also. And, and PSLs. Um, <laughs> that's pumpkin spice lattes. So, uh, yes. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that he's coming across as a buzzkill. And and mm-hmm. I think, yes, her coming on strong at the beginning made, made everyone sort of go away, whoa, pump the brakes. But she's just been – she's not been anything but – Real upbeat and smiley, even though she's had shit thrown at her this whole time. And then he just sits there like like a judgy twerp right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. like it. I don't I I hear you. I don't either. And you can't say she's not been genuine. I think if anything, she's come off more genuine since maybe before the like in the you know, again, I think people are it's gotta be weird when you're like we're going dress shopping and all my friends are here and I have to manage a film crew and my family and, you know, and ha ha ha. I'm white girl wasted, blah, blah, blah. But she's been really genuine since the wedding, mm-hmm. I think. And yes. you can't argue that. And he has been phony. I mean, it's, and now we've kind of got, you know, proof from Claire and Lauren that we're not wrong about that. So I'm, I, I don't like, he better not, that whole butt of the joke thing, like he he better he better watch himself. Okay, he might yeah. get thwacked at the airport. Might get thwacked, right? I know how to. There's I know how to get right to Denver. I don't. I just everything. Even when they're talking about the religion thing, and then they were talking about football, and it just it it. She seems like she's just trying to have a conversation and bring things up, and he just feels like a roadblock. He just even when he like, yeah, I mean, I can do that in unity. Broncos. It just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I got a bad taste in my mouth last week and now I can't seem to let it go. And maybe I'm totally wrong and he's going to end up being awesome. And, but it's, I don't, it doesn't seem to be going in that direction. I mean, that whole, when they were playing the ping pong and the basketball and again, good sport. She's out there having to play it with the one hand that she's got working yeah, at this she's point. She's got an and- injured paw. She's out there giving it her best. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would have been like, nope. We're going to change. We're not not doing it. Yeah. Like he. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, and then what, what did she say? She was like, oh, do you know how to f- have fun? Because she was she was just joking that everything was they were being kind of competitive and he got really weird. And then, of course, le- one of our favorites when they don't know the cameras on them and he, yes. and, and, he and he gets any he kind of he was said it so nasty, too. He's like, do you know how to have fun? Or no, he said, do you like to have fun? <laughs> And I thought, did like, he say what the her. fuck? So, no, I, 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 it sounded like it, something like that. And he was all, he was like all ramped up about it. And first of all, I was like, no, she said, do you know how to have fun? And I mean, she didn't say it in a mean way. That's the whole thing. It's not as if she stopped the thing and went, do you know how to have fun? Because so far I've yeah. had a shitty time. She was just <laughs> jabbing at him or whatever. And okay, he didn't like it, but just let it go. Now he pulls her over to the side and he's like, oh, do you like to have fun? What the fuck? Got all weird. And then she said, I was just kidding. It's not competitive. And then he, what did he say? He said something oh. about, I- I'm not mad. <laughs> Only my parents have ever gotten me mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, trust me, you'll know when I'm really mad. Like, ooh, tough guy. Okay, cool. What do you wear your fucking salmon pants around and stomp? I don't know. I just, now I'm just talking shit. I, I gotta be honest. Uh, we're entering bad egg zone real, real hard and um, hard in the paint. 
I was I was wondering because uh, for any of you that don't listen, haven't listened to us before and are new here, Mary is very good at seeking out, uh, not seeking out, calling it when yeah. someone is <laughs> seeking out bad eggs. No, yeah. but calling it when she sees a, a bad egg uh, uh, person. Mm-hmm. And usually she can call it. I think, are you doing it? Is Are you going on record right now? I think I am. I'll be honest. That whole, trust me, you'll know when I'm mad was, and he, and he again, he's not really thinking he's, you know, it was more like a hot mic, you know, not really yeah. thinking he's being filmed. Bad egg stamp. I think that I might've missed that when he said, trust me, you'll know when I'm mad because I was furiously taking notes about what a big pussy he was being about well, the like to have fun thing. But I'll tell you what, now I'm more mad because yes. there's nothing more just, I, I don't threaten me. Oh, trust me. You'll know when I'm mad. Oh, okay. What, what is this? An eighties jock movie? You know, yeah, it, like- that's exactly <laughs> it, Sarah. That's what it feels like. And he's like, yeah, only my parents have really seen it. I'm going to be like, oh, so you treat your parents like shit too. <laughs> awesome. Great to hear. Like, ugh. Yeah, I think it, yeah, he cool. said something. His own, his parents have only made him mad or something, and then she's like, "And now, wifey." She's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> "I mean, I'd be like waving a white flag. I'd, I'd, I don't know. I, oh, I'd get out of there." Yeah, and this was another thing that made me that made me my whole skin just I don't know. <laughs> I can't crawl. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what happens crawl. to your skin when you're upset? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shrivels up, crawls. She <laughs> she said at the group dinner that she needs to be more aware of things she says that affect them both, <sighs> and not just her. And was that was that the, I thought was that the do you know how to have fun? Well, no, I don't know, but I think. That isn't something that she, that's something he has told her. Yeah. There's no, because she hasn't, there's nothing that she said that has made him look bad. There's nothing that she has said that's made him look bad mm-hmm. or that should affect him. I mean, the only thing she said other than, you know, that she drank some shots out of some belly buttons on her bachelorette party. That's the only thing I can think <laughs> of. She said that might affect him in any way if he was really bothered by it, but he wasn't, he seemed all on board with everything. So I don't, so when she said, I need to be more conscious of things I say that affect us both, I thought, oh, motherfucker, he like pulled her aside and said something to her about how she made him look when she asked about not having fun. And it made me like, it, it got me upset. Well, he seems like that. Yes, you were, I can see why you're heated. I'm heated. I didn't even think about that, but I bet you're right. He see that's, it all goes with the, with the, you know, like Lauren even said, like Jekyll Hyde or the two on camera, off camera, like that he's going to pull her aside and say some threatening, not even threatening. I'm not like, I'm not going to pin that on him, but just like that, like, no, bullyish bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you better, you know maybe think about me a little bit more if it affects both of us. Also at the couple's dinner when they were talking and right before Emily said that Brennan told Emily, he appreciates her for being her. Do you, or are you just saying that? Cause you, you, you jotted that down on a note card before dinner. I don't, I don't. Right. 
I know. And then, and didn't the previews not look good for them next week too? I mean, I don't, I don't think the previews are looking good for anybody anymore. I think we're just literally <laughs> the, we're, we're on the downhill slope and I can see the brick wall at the bottom. I know. Yeah. I think, well, I think in the previews it showed something of her saying something's changed since the honeymoon and then him maybe saying not, he wasn't going to move in yet, or I don't know, I, something yeah. like that, or maybe he just wasn't going to stay the night. I, anyway, I it just, I, I didn't like when she said that because that felt like somebody, he felt like she, he told her she needs to be more aware of things she said. And listen, if she was going around saying things that d- did affect them both or what uh, that we had seen, then that would be a different story. But so far, it's all just been really lighthearted. I mean, they, even their religion talk, she was like, I'll convert, whatever. I don't even know what that means, but I'll do it. I don't care. I mean, she's yeah. not, she's not she, being difficult. She doesn't seem like somebody who's going to be a real problem with anything he wants. That's why I think that little, you know, I guess out of the camera scene when he said that and just the tone he used was like, oh, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It was so different than when he's faking it and and you know participating in the group shit and stuff and it's like that's kind of scary because it makes you wonder how many more conversations are there that we are not privy to where he's just being a fucking jerk yes and i think and that's the main thing with um when they said it um on on after party and i think that's probably why keisha brought it up you know that oh does he, he think he knew he was on camera and and I think they were really everyone caught that tone pretty quickly and caught how she kind of just went, okay, yeah. I mean, no, wifey's made you mad too. Okay, I mean, you could just tell she was like, I would just made an offhanded comment that wasn't meant to be a big deal at all. And here, how, why are we? Why are you so mad, bro? Bro, yeah, bro. he seems like he says bro. Yeah. Oh, are you so. kidding me, bro, broski? I bet you there's a whole. <laughs> whole plethora of terms um yeah i listen claire claire seems like somebody who doesn't embellish or um you know is overly is not overly dramatic she seems pretty level-headed and she literally said the words he's very he's way more insulting off camera like using the word insulting and i like i said i just don't think claire is someone who uses words lightly and I, I think that was probably her being nice about it. Yeah, that's another good point. It, um, he may, maybe he's this season's maths hole. Um, <gasps> I just looked at my own oh. shirt because I'm, I'm wearing a shirt that, that is- says maths hole because we're maths holes because we watch it and love there it. We are. And sometimes seasons have someone who ends up being the maths hole and maybe it's him. So links link to the shirts in our bio on Instagram. Are you my podcast on Instagram? We have plenty of fun shirts. No, thank you. Be sure to say no, thank you. Yep. And you need those all holiday season. So um, a lot of fun stuff. We have shirts that say my eyes are my eyes are down here. <laughs> We're fun. So <laughs> We're fun and classy. All right. We are fun is and classy. It, Speaking of, I guess it's it's time. Is it time, time to get into Lauren and Orion and for her blood pressure to just yeah. reach all levels? I mean, yeah, let's just rip the band-aid off. I 
I, I think there's a tie for first right now. And actually not even a tie. I think Orion is winning the MAPS whole award, if I'm being honest. I think Brennan's got to, we'll see what he does next week. But. Yeah, that's true. It's too soon to call it for him, but we can call it for for Orion right now because I, and that's, it's I, honestly, do you find it shocking? I didn't see this coming. Did you? No, not at, I felt, I mean, I can see why Lauren is so just taken aback with these things. Again, we talked last week, just like he's been so inconsistent, but this whole thing with him now, I didn't see it coming. I I'm blown away. It's gross. And the, and the, and the flipping and flopping on, on what he is upset about and what he's not upset about. And <gasps> when he says to her face and then when he takes it back and then he tells her that he's okay with something that he isn't, it's, I feel so bad for her. I felt so bad for her on after party too. Um, it was great to see her on there. She looked beautiful by the way. I just want to say, because her makeup was so beautiful before we get uh, into this and I forget to do one of our favorite sponsors because oh. we love them um, yes. because Thrive Cosmetics, they donate products and funds to help communities thrive. That's why they are Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. And we love them. Um, you've probably heard about them. They're certified 100% vegan, cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. I've already told you guys that I love the um, eye brightener and it's great for like Listen, holiday parties are coming. You can have a little shimmer. You can have a ton of shimmer. You can layer it. But they also just sent us this a, a new product that they have, the um, semi-permanent smoothing lipstick. And I'm wearing it right now, Mary. Look at the red one. I It is beautiful. I love it. I love it. And you can make it darker. You can, you know, you can do whatever you want. Like I just did a light just a little light touch, but it gives you visibly fuller, smoother, nourished lips, creamy satin finish, fade free for up to eight hours. I've been drinking my tea. It hasn't come off. No bleeding, drying, or settling into fine lines. I'm obsessed with it. And they have 12 shades from like natural everyday to vibrant, you know, statement making colors. Mary, what do you, what do you love about Thrive? I mean, I love all of it. I absolutely love the new lipstick that we got for the, all the same reasons. I love the brilliant eye brightener, and I've been using that all the time. But I have to talk again about my liquid lash extensions obsession, the mascara. Honestly, I just got another one, and it has the holiday packaging. It's the best stocking stuffer, and it lasts all day without clumping. And my favorite part aside from people asking me if I have eyelash, fake eyelashes, is the easy removal. It comes right off with warm water and a washcloth. No soap required. This is the time. Like This is such a good deal. We have such a good code. Stocking stuffer time. I'm loading up for my friends and my mom kind of won't stop bringing it up to me. (laughs) Yes, do it. Give the gift of Thrive Cosmetics. It's luxury beauty that gives back. So right now you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E Medics.com slash my podcast, Thrive Cause, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash my podcast, 20% off your first order. Um, yeah, Lauren looked beautiful on After Party and she was like, she, she was so upset. And I know she talked about this last week and so did we. And I said how much I relate to and I, I and then I saw it this entire episode the the way she beats herself up and yes. the guilt and the shame and something that I just don't I no longer feel that she, I she's done listen 
we all were in agreement, you know, most people anyway, and some weren't, doesn't matter. Everyone has their own take on things, uh, that you can't tell how someone, how to feel when they get offended. And when he said, asked her if she's ever said redskin and she said no. And then she got kind of, she just made a bad joke where she goes, Oh, now I know what it means. Look at your face. And it was so, un- it was uncomfortable and we get it. She has thrown herself on the sword for this. She has apologized. I am not trying to tell someone how to feel in a moment, but you have to have, uh, there's got to be a point where you understand this person's not malicious. It was an awkward moment. She, they were having drinks. She was on camp. Like it's, there was, it's so clear that she didn't mean anything crude or hurtful by it. And now he's just beating the shit out of her over it, but acted like after last week, after he slut shamed her because she had sex when he wishes she hadn't, which is none of his business. And I just feel like she can't win. No, she can't win because he moves the goalpost with every conversation they have. I don't, he doesn't know what he's upset about and it's, and she calls him on it and then he lies. You know, I don't even know if he's lying or he believes the truth in the moment when he's like, oh, well, that wasn't what bothered me. Well, no, that was the thing that bothered me. Like you said, his, well, she called him out on the flip-flopping, but his flip-flopping is it's it's not sustainable for any relationship. I mean, is he like this with with other people? You know, I, I just it's I feel sorry for her because I really, really like think back to when they were on the boat and having a nice time and they were so into each other. It's like he's just bullshit. He's she must yeah. feel so violated. And that was after the tough conversation that was after that mm-hmm. that that conversation where he says she offended. So okay, she finally felt like he forgave her, or she and or and understood that she wasn't being malicious and understood it was, and then and then all of a sudden they're at dinner. It's so confu- It's like it's like it feels like I hate the term gaslighting because I feel like people overused he, it. He, he is. It feels like that. Yeah, I felt like I was being gaslit. Are you supposed yeah. to say gaslit or gaslighted? Who cares? I like I like gaslit. I think it's fun. Okay. Gaslit. Well, that's how I felt watching this. I feel like we all were because it goes yeah. from how it ended last week where she says, well, she had sex two months ago, but, you know, before she knew she was getting engaged. Before he knew before she Before they existed. told her she was engaged. And yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he did the whole, he did that comment that we all, we hated so much last week where he was like, um, I just, at my point, I don't want to hand myself out to people. Okay. Well, don't, don't worry about it. None of your business, what she's doing is she's not handing herself out. She's an adult making a decision to get boned when she feels like it. And it was before yeah. she was engaged. Who cares? But when she, when he basically said, what did he say? He said, um, he said, sex is done. It just felt so judgy. And then he said, well, it's not done because of that, but it does play a part. And then he was all over the place. And she basically said, and she's so good at calling him. She's like, this is not a line with what you're saying and, and the personality you've brought forth to me. And finally she said, I just, I want, I just would appreciate quietness. I feel judged. Let's just eat and quiet. And then he can't be quiet. And I'll tell you what, on after party, she's apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm going on a rant. But on after party, <laughs> she's apologizing and saying you know, that she knows that she was being defensive in that moment. 
Who wouldn't be? I don't feel that she had anything to apologize for at that dinner. No, no. If anything, it's like he he made when she said, "I didn't feel safe." Because it's because he ripped the rug out from under her. He they had gotten through the difficult conversation about race. They had they had uh, what she would believe they had moved past it. Then we find out he didn't. Um, but he told her that they had, and things were good. They had that great day on the boat last week. Blah blah blah. And then this dinner, and it's she's probably like she's probably a little boozed up. You know, they're out in the sun all day. They go to this dinner, maybe a little romantic some feelings flying around and then all of a sudden he slut shames her and then he he he's going back and forth on everything she must have felt so just i i don't want to use it like violated but like he betrayed her trust he's betrayed her trust so many times just in conversation how could she ever know if she's going to be open with him or honest or not because He's just shown her that he's just a he's judging her on everything. I, I don't know. I'm not even I'm, making sense. I'm just frustrated. No, you're her. right. And he and he is he is he's waffling. First he says it didn't take sex off the table. Then he says it didn't have anything to do with the fact that she'd had sex while he took sex off the table. And then she said, Why do you say that? And he said, Well, because it kind of did. And I was like, I'm going to yes. go outside and have John run me over with the car. So that, <laughs> and then I'm when I'm going to get in the hospital, and I'm going to be like, please tell me you don't have lifetime because I can't watch next week. I, my blood pressure no. can't take it. I was no. losing my mind watching <laughs> that scene. So for her to even go on after party and say that she has a little, oh, I know that I probably overreacted. I was defensive in the moment. Bullshit. She at this point, you go, hey, buddy, you you just you're, you're judging me. I've you know, I, I mean, Cal even said she's, you know, she's, she's fallen on this sword a million times. She's telling you she's sorry. And, and there's just, and, and first it was that, and then it was this, and now it's that. And now he has not over the conversation from a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how she's going to get through the next six weeks or whatever they have left. I don't know how we're going to get through the next 11 million weeks either because um I have to say I wasn't loving the fact that uh Keisha asked her on after party and said watching this back do you wish you had done anything different because I feel like it sort of pushed her to say something apologetic or she wished she was less defensive because I I think she's a not a people pleaser, but I could see myself in that situation sort of saying, yeah, I wish I just thought it was sort of a weird question because I, like you, don't think she had one reason to be anything other than upset in that moment. And that's, you know, so I just didn't love that Keisha was like, would you have done something different? Because I feel like it's sort of, you know, made it seem like she should have made something different. Right like teed her up to feel like she was supposed to, and she needed to say that. I don't, yeah. yeah, Cause I, I mean, there was a lot of conversation about her tone and, um, between her and Orion and on after party tonight, I think, I guess we just haven't seen maybe what they're talking about. Right. Because maybe that's just right. not, I mean, if they're going to have this many conversations about tone, I, I, I would like to know, am I missing something or did I see, 
because I'm sorry if someone basically said, I don't like to hand, hand myself out anymore. And I guess I just took this more seriously than you. you. I'd be like, yeah, I want to eat in fucking peace then. I, I mean, I wouldn't do anything <laughs> yeah. any different. Um, no, no. Nope. And so I would, I'm curious if there was, uh, you know, because what, what did he say at one point? He said something about, um, about her tone with when, him and then. When they were talking him, to Kale. Yeah. And him having to protect his mom or something. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. So listen. We all know I don't like to be yelled at. I don't do well with raised voices at me. Um, I pretty much shut down and curl into the fetal position if someone raises their voice at me. It's not, I don't like it. So I do understand being sensitive to voices being raised, but I also have, we haven't really seen that from her. Maybe some, well, she did say to Clara that she kind of lost it and took the ring off and said, I just want a divorce, but she's frustrated at this point. And Listen, if somebody kept waffling on whether or not they forgave me for something and then letting and then laying all over me all day on the boat and being nice and romantic, and then yeah. five minutes later it, pulling the rug out from under me again about that same topic and then also slut shaming me, I, I do a lot more than like I, I'd lose it too. And by and then when she left the part the hotel room to go to the gym or something that went that morning. And she comes yeah. and she comes back in, and he goes, "Hey, how was the gym?" I, oh God, I, I wanted to punch you wanna, myself in the face. Oh, you want to talk about snapping? I'm like, don't be all don't. Do, he seems to always do that whenever he's really upset. Or then she comes walking in the room. He goes, "Hey, you, how was such and such?" <laughs> what? what? I know. Like, what? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Where's that maniac that was talking shit earlier? I mean, yeah, it's it's like a it's like a crazy like housewife from the fucking fifties who took their calm down pills, you know, and then like she comes in. Yeah, she must be so confused. He's like, God, blessed this. I can't get over this. I can't get over this. You can't. I can't believe you did that. I guess I took this really. Hey, you. How is it out there today? Do you have a nice day? What? Did I have a nice day? No, I spent it with you getting shit on. Yeah, yeah. I spent it with you questioning my fucking sanity because you literally just keep ripping that girth certificate away from me every time I think we're getting that much closer. There, he's He is very... Um, I don't think he knows what he's doing because... It, because, I mean, you talk about somebody like Brennan, like, where are the cameras? I want to say to Orion, yo, dude, there's cameras. <laughs> like, there's cameras. We just, we heard what you said 10 minutes ago. You can't change it now, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. You can't, you can't just uh, ask her sweet, sweetly, hey, how is the gym today? Doesn't take away uh, all the things that we've oh. seen. Because, you know what? I think that the part that was so, that also was really hard during this and then really hard seeing her beat herself up later in the episode and on after party, um, was when he says, um, he had told her like he, he failed her, right? He had said that he felt he failed her. First of all, yeah. all of this, there was a, a once again, a, uh, uh, actually after the, the gym where he came over and he got upset and, 
and she, you know, they hugged and, and she, she just talked about, she needed consistency and she felt that he, uh, has been contradictory. And he basically says, I feel I fail you. And, And then, and she's like, it's okay. Okay. And even when they were talking to Pia and he starts to get upset, he's like, I feel like I failed her in that moment. Talking about the whole sex off the table thing and, and how he treated her when she said she had sex two months ago. All of a sudden, he's like, "I, you know, I failed," and she's like, "No, no, no, no." She's comforting him. She's comforting him. Um, like, yeah, like, no, 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 like to to in a way that he, I guess, maybe deserved in the moment, but just because we know how he's treated her, he didn't deserve it, and that's what she, you know, she treats him the way she'd want to be treated. He would never. He's never comforted her. He's never been. Uh, what's the the old old line here that they like here on married at first sight he's never given her grace he's never um been comforting and accepting and and forgiving and that's that's entirely who she is to him and that's so unfair i know because she comforts him through this conversation with pia where oh my god if i heard emotional deposit or withdrawal Mm, i want to go make an emotional deposit <laughs> oh, that got me. Um <laughs> Yeah, I listen, I love it. I love Dr. Pia. She's sweet, but I was just like, this there are so there's so much going on right now. And you suggesting that a big emotional withdrawal and they just need to be making more emotional deposits, that's not enough. They, I mean, mm-hmm. there needs to be like someone needs to come in with, I don't know like sedatives in a straitjacket or something to get this situation under control yeah. because cuz yeah. talking in circles about your Wells Fargo account isn't fucking helping. I <laughs> I I couldn't take it. But and then he so even after that conversation where she's comforting him and I know you didn't fail me and he goes, "Okay, I think I just need some space now." And she's like, "All right, I guess I'll just catch up with you later." You could tell she thought, "God, didn't we just kind of have a nice comforting moment and yeah. didn't I make you feel better about the fact that you made me feel like shit at dinner and it, oh couldn't maybe this bitch we should keep going but okay I'm gonna walk away because you asked me to she's doing which you know sometimes you do have to do that so okay and then then they go to group dinner and we find out that they basically haven't spent any more time together that day he he yeah. tries he's like well we had our first hurdle she's like second yeah. And then he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like I'm keeping track here, but fucking number two. Yeah. yeah. And then he says, uh, oh, they, you know, we so we just had some space today. She's like, lots of space. I mean, he he again, he's sitting there trying to act like something else didn't happen the way it did. And I don't know if he's just really immature or if he I'm it might just be that. Although I, really I don't know. I couldn't, I can't really figure him out anymore. Cause I mean, it's not like I think he's a bad guy, but well, I just am very I, confused by his behavior. So honestly, I'm just enraged for Lauren because the entire time with Pia, when, as you pointed out, she was comforting him so much and he was, because he was saying, I failed you, I failed the marriage. And she couldn't have been like sweeter, like, shh, 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 no, you didn't. You know, we're flawed, we're human. She was kind and understanding. And then 
for him for him to come back and say to her that you failed me and you failed the marriage, I would have oh. fucking taken my ring and shoved it up his asshole. And uh, I would have told the same thing to Kale. And I would, I, she has been so poised and understanding. And he acts like she's not a, a minority who's dealt with race issues in her life. I, I don't, I mean, I, that I, I just, there's so many things I don't, I just don't like about how he's handled this. I just don't even know what to say. I know because it, if she brought that up on after party, how they want to talk to how he wanted to talk to Cal because he felt that Cal understands what it's like to be a minority in the world. And then they were like, wait, what? But also then we felt maybe he just felt more comfortable talking to a man. I mean, he referenced a few times this tone thing, which we've already said. I don't know. I, I, I same. <laughs> That's it. I'm yeah. so mad. I felt the same way. The minute he turned around, he basically that's is what gaslighting is, is he turned around and used her own words. Yes. And yes. threw them back at her and said, You failed me after she assured him that he had not failed her after he said he failed her and she assured him he did not. To say she failed him and yeah. to say, Oh, I have to go out there and and I have to represent my culture and there's gonna be people I'm gonna have to face after this. Yeah, they've all seen her so sorry for hurting his feelings and for offending him. And then they also saw him turn around and offend her the next night. And then they saw him say that everything was good like four different times. And then they saw him say, now I just can't get over it. Everything you did, it was a crude joke. And even though you apologized, the weight of the joke sat with me and I feel violated. And, And he says... Well, I couldn't, I just didn't have the words in the moment to tell you that I was, it's like, no, you've just been, then you've been lying. Then you should have said, I don't know how I feel yet. Like, don't sit there and hold her and tell her and and lay on and all these other things. And then the next day, rip the rug out from under her and just go, I can't, I'm sorry, I just can't get over that. It's just, it's so ping pong and so confusing. And I would, I mean, I, my head would have exploded. I would have already I would have been screaming, I'm a good person, Alyssa style, <laughs> throwing shit. I would have been so out of there. I like oh. so so even when Cal said, and listen, I understand that he's being briefed probably and is not watching uh, you know, videos Clips all day, back. like Big Brother yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh he's not watching the Big Brother live feed. But <laughs> uh when he even said, I can't tell you how bad idea it was for you to get upset and say you want a divorce and take your ring off. She's like, okay, yeah, I know that. But also, have you not seen what it's also just because he's being calmer when he is making her feel insane doesn't mean that he's any better. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, so he's being calm as he says he doesn't hand himself out. So he's being calm and he says sex is off the table. No, it's not off the table. It's off the table because you said he had sex. It's not off the table because he didn't say because he had sex. It's not that. It's not this. It's not that. It's this. It's that. It's like, I, it's no better. No, no. It's the, in fact, the, the, the fact that he can say those things and act that way and still be calm means he may be a sociopath because honestly, I mean, I really liked it when the whole, when the conversation of tone and elevated tone came up with Pia and, you know, Orion brought it up and, you know, uh, 
Lauren herself acknowledged that her, yeah, my tone was elevated. And P is like, well, yeah, you, you were upset and you were, somebody said something that made you feel defensive, like, you know, kind of gave her a little bit of credibility that it, you know, yeah, your tone may be elevated. I mean, again, if, if, it's like you said, it's missing footage. We've heard, we've seen and heard none of these conversations where her tone has been elevated, but I can only, my tone gets elevated when the breakfast menu ends or closes at a restaurant, <laughs> let alone somebody's slut shaming me or just waffling back and forth saying, no, I didn't say that. Well, I said that and I didn't mean it, but I meant it. I would lose my fucking mind. And yeah, and, and she's still upset, even on after party. You yeah. know, it it hurt her. This was like I'm not gonna call it like emotional abuse, but he was definitely fucking playing some games and it was not healthy at all. No, no, and that's the thing is it's it doesn't we can all uh, uh, agree that when your tone gets elevated, it doesn't help a situation or this and that, doesn't matter. But again, does it, is it any better for someone to keep rip, ripping the rug out from under you? And then, and then two seconds later go, how was the gym? I mean, the, it is, a, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I mean, yeah. I wanted to like to find Emily's weave and mail it to him just to scare him in the mail. Like that <laughs> thing from last week. I want to find it and I want to send it yeah. to him for Christmas. I, it just yeah. so, I just don't understand. And the, and she was so right at the end. Because and and and, and it, it boils over, and maybe she wishes it doesn't. It doesn't really matter at this point. I think we can all understand where she's coming from. Just like we understood where he was coming from the first time he got his feelings hurt and felt it was a crude and and offensive jo- joke when she laughed. And okay, but so give her some grace here because she's apologized, like we said, and and it just. It seems like he's not, he's just not giving her any credit at all. So when she said to Cal, it doesn't matter if I give an entire PowerPoint, you know, presentation to the world on, (laughs) on things about his culture and what are offensive. Like he's never, he, I can't, there's nothing else I can do. She is a hundred percent right. She's, she, she couldn't look more eager to to meet him where he is and to and to even go past that and he just is he just won't have it you're right i mean she's she's done she's gone above and beyond what i think any other person um how they would have been able to handle this again with grace i hate that fucking phrase but i would say she has given that and handled this situation with as much grace as grace as she possibly could and the fact like you know, she did sort of say on after party when he said, oh, I want to talk to Pastor Cal because I want to talk to somebody who could understand what it's like to be a minority. You know, the fact that he just totally disregards the fact that she's also had to deal with race as a black woman her entire life and she's not offended that I mean, that right that right there would make me insane. It's almost like he's He's victimizing himself in this way when he and he's not acknowledging that she's had a life of dealing with with issues and discrimination and you know horrible 
people and behavior. And he acts like he's on an island with this. Like if I, if I were her, that would make me crazy. I know. And I think, and I, I think that's, it, that is offensive, right? To to yes. sort of make her feel like she doesn't have any clue what's going on here. Yes. It, she gets it. And and she said that she gets it. And and everything since then. And and again, this is it it does feel in some ways. I have one little theory, and then we'll go over to Patreon because you know we could scream about this all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one little theory is that he realized how he came off at that dinner about the whole sex thing. Yeah. And even though, and then that's why he's waffled and not made any sense since then. He knows, I feel like he was like, oh, I stepped in it. And I don't know Mm -hmm. when he had that conversation with his sister that he said he had last week on after party. I don't know if he had it that night. I don't know if he had it the next day, but I think even if he means it, and like I said, I'm not telling someone what to be offended by or not. Okay. But even if he means it, that he doesn't know that he, I think he's like deflecting back to that because he stepped in it. That's just what I'm coming up with because I, nothing else Sarah, makes sense. Sarah, I, though, what you just said just reached through my, down my throat, up my asshole. I don't know, but it hit me. And that, that makes a lot of sense to me because not only, not only the waffling, the back and forth, but also like the using her using the same thing of like you, you know i failed you i failed the marriage and she's like no 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 and then well then you failed me you failed the marriage like that whole i think that you hit the nail on the motherfucking head hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my theory and i'm sticking to it I, okay i really that you just spoke to me well, I'm going to keep speaking to you. We're going to go there to Patreon. Um, don't forget to join our podcasters group. Are you my podcasters? Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to leave us a nice nice five-star rating. Hit the quick five stars. Maybe say something nice. Give Mary an girl. And uh, <laughs> we will, if we don't see you on Patreon, um, we will see you next Thursday. Otherwise, see you overall on Patreon where we're going to keep going. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. See you there. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?